Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, August 12th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, Mestember. Yes, that's a name we made up. We look at the legislative logjam awaiting us in September. Census data is out today. What does that mean? And social media bans have come to Capitol Hill. So let's get into the mix. It's just me today. Anna has the day off. So we spent part of Wednesday coming up with some names for what we're about to face in September next month when Congress comes back into session um, uh, in kind of full bore. Uh, I'm for the name Mestember. So, um, you know, it's going to be a mess when and let's dig in a little bit here. We've talked a little bit about this over the last couple of weeks, but. Uh, as the Senate kind of left town yesterday or two days yesterday uh, on Wednesday, uh, there was a sense of dread from reporters and from um, people on Capitol Hill about what awaits them um, in September as we get into the fall. Um, the biggest issue is a concurrent fight over government funding and the debt limit. So both parties are talking past each other right now and have absolutely no idea how they're going to solve this. Um this feels a lot like 2011, <laughs> to be honest with you, when uh, the United States had its credit downgraded for the first time in U.S. history. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer um, said the same thing. All of them said the same thing publicly and privately yesterday, which was um, we're not the Republicans are not going to let the country default. Um, and that's why Senate Democrats did not take the opportunity to um, put a debt limit hike in the reconciliation bill, which would have allowed them to um, uh, raise the debt limit without Republicans. So um, government funding runs out September 30th, and the debt limit is reached in will be probably reached in October or November. Um, McConnell's has signed a letter saying basically under no circumstance, he and 46 of his Republican colleagues have signed a letter saying in in no in, under no circumstance would he would they lift the debt ceiling that seems like a pretty firm statement to us and i'm not really entirely sure how democrats think they're going to walk back from that and they're just betting that republicans will be shamed and they'll feel the pressure when the date comes near um and uh they'll buckle i, I don't I don't know how great of a bet that is, especially for financial markets, which are going to be watching this and wondering when the debt ceiling is going to be hiked. Um, pressure is going to uh, grow for Biden to get a deal as the deadline gets closer. Um, and that will come again in the fall. Here are a number of other deadlines to watch out for in September. This is pretty crazy. This is just a huge pileup. Un uh, federal unemployment benefits, enhanced unemployment benefits will expire September 6th. Uh, September 11th was that date that Biden said he had to get all of his troops out of Af Afghanistan. He's kind of he's already started that September 15th. House and Senate committees need to finish drafting their um, uh, reconciliation package. This is going to be really difficult, especially if they're fighting over government funding. September 30th funding runs out. Uh, and um, there's a lot of options to take care of that, a lot of options to figure out how to move beyond that deadline, how to meet that deadline. Uh, September 30th also, surface transportation programs expire um, and national flood insurance expires. October 3rd, we're going to kick it into October here a little bit, uh, the federal eviction moratorium expires if a court doesn't strike it down first. So that is what we are facing in the next, you know, 45 to 50 days, and uh, that's going to be really messy. 
census numbers are out today. And the thing that we keep hearing the most is Republicans have already won the House. <laughs> um, the, uh, you know, they only need six seats to win back the majority. They have two retirements, Ron Kind in Wisconsin and Sherry Bustos in Illinois, uh, seats that they'll almost definitely pick up. California loses a seat for the first time ever. New York, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Ohio will also lose a seat. Democrats will try to offset those gains in states they control, but um, California and Texas, uh, big, big opportunities for Republicans. Um, we anticipate there's a great story in Politico this morning um, that says that roughly half the states will set their new maps by the end of the year. The rest will follow in the first few months of 2022. Um, and so we're going to know a lot more what the playing field looks like in the next couple of months. But Republicans feel really good about where they are, although it's redistricting is probably not the bonanza they once thought it was. It, you know, it's a particularly challenging cycle when you don't have the map in front of you uh, this late in the game. And this happens once every 10 years when Congress, re when the, the nation redraws its lines. Um, but I will say that this will be a um, uh, the first midterm of a president's for a president's party in the House is particularly bad. And um, that's what Democrats are facing right now. Number three, the new thing which Republicans are talking about is being banned from social media. Everyone knows that Trump has been banned from Facebook and Twitter, but in recent months, a growing number of Republicans have been banned from um, a, a variety of social media. Rand Paul banned from YouTube. Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, is banned from Twitter at the moment. Ron Johnson was banned from YouTube. Barry Moore of Alabama was banned from Twitter after he tweeted that uh, we have more arrests for stealing a podium on January 6th than we do for stealing an election uh, November 3rd. Moore uh, later deactivated his account. Um, you know, Republicans, for some reason, believe that they um, that they should be uh, talking about kind of this society collapsing against them. That's part of their message for 2022. And I, I think that that is, uh, they are setting their lot on these cultural issues, even though they have pr a pretty good economic story to tell with inflation, rising gas prices. And um, uh, that's a good economic story for them, that is. So I, I, this is what we're hearing. And we put this in Punchbowl News PM yesterday. Kevin McCarthy uh, took a, created a shirt yesterday that said moron on it. Uh, and this was a play on Nancy Pelosi calling him a moron for talking about masks. So anyway, this is a um, this is where the Republicans are casting their lot. And we'll see how it ends up for them. And we'll see if there's other obviously if there are other political dynamics in the next few months that help. Uh, offset that for Democrats. With that, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. Follow us wherever you're listening to your podcast, which is probably where you're listening to it right now. You could also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe. <laughs>